There are no such things as limits or obstacles, only opportunities. Step into the greatest version of yourself because what you do matters. Shift your narrative. You're listening to Opportunity Makers, where entrepreneurs come to take their purpose-driven business to the next level. Here's your host, Jim Padilla. Hey, rock stars. So good to see you. So awesome to be able to be back and share some more time with you. And I hope you're taking advantage of all of the amazing opportunities there are to help as many people as you can in your world every single day. Jim Padilla here, and happy to be your guide on this journey to opportunity creation. And uh, if you listen into these episodes at all, the word opportunity sure seems to come up an awful lot. And that's just really the lens that I see things through, see the world through. Everything that goes on is opportunities for people, for people to take advantage of, to be able to serve and um, engage and support other people's success while on the path to your own. And one thing that opportunity making, opportunity makers, if you're an opportunity maker, which you are, it's not just about the business that you're running. It's about the causes you support. It's about the causes you create. It's about the ways that we give back, the ways that we serve, the the differences we make for people that quite honestly, most of the time just don't have any other opportunities for themselves. There's people who pursue us because we're leaders and we're servants and we can, and we can, you know, we can sell, we have the products for what they need. And then there's other people that are just not in a position to be thinking about buying anything. They're just simply trying to get through their life and, and, and get from one station to the next. And because of all the benefits and the blessings that we've been able to create, we continually give out of our surplus. And then there's people who just create an opportunity that to purely give as the heartbeat of your business or venture. And, you know, as we have our opportunity cities that we are pulling together to put call centers and sales support and entrepreneurial engagement for ex-cons and aged out foster teens. Um, be able to give them purpose and impact and revenue and means to be able to stay off the streets and stay out of trouble. And our mission is to literally obliterate recidivism so that people aren't going back in through the revolving door of our prison systems. And we want to give them someplace else to go because too many times it's we we try to tell people what not to do. And that doesn't ever work. When's the last time you tried to not do something? What you need to have is a clear, definitive path and a place to go, something to do, so that you it's easier to do something than it is to not do something. So we need to give them good environments, good support, good guidance, good next steps, so they know what is happening and give them a clear meaning and a clear reason to be. And Corbin Cowan, who is uh, interviewed today, he's a powerfully successful entrepreneur in a mastermind environment that I'm a part of. And I've watched this guy be part of some great conversations um, in, in the investing world and tech world and just a smart quality business owner who really understands what it means to be able to deliver great outcomes for people. And when uh, when he when he shared this message at, at one of our mastermind retreats, I was just, man, immediately God was just grabbing my heart and pulling me in because we are serving the same people. We are doing, we are all in for the throwaway society, people that just kind of cast a glance, but don't really want to go out of the way to help these people. And when you're dealing with aged out foster teens, as you're going to hear Corbin talk about, 
they're not cute, cuddly little kids. Nobody wants to adopt them. Nobody wants to support them. Everybody wants the little cute, cuddly kids, little cute, furry dogs and all. Nobody wants to do the things for a troublesome teen or somebody who's been experiencing a lot of hardship. And now that's a lot to take on, right? So we want to make sure that they're getting the kind of support that people like you and me can give. And so I want you to hear the story because this is not just about the opportunity for you to contribute and give and serve, but I want you to be inspired by the ideas, by what's happening here, by this conversation, by what you see. And I want you to just take it all in and be able to look around and say, how can this impact, how can this impact me? How can this affect me? Who can I reach out to? How can I create my own opportunity to be able to give back and serve and make a difference like that? So be inspired, be challenged, be ignited, be convicted but lean in, be interested to what's going on so that you can make a difference, right? And be a true opportunity maker like Corbin Cowan. Enjoy the interview. We'll see you on the next one. So we just did the formal interview. Um, you know, Corbin, why don't you just tell everybody in your own words, who's Corbin and, you know, why are you relevant in this conversation? Well, my name is Corbin Cowan. Um, I've been uh, around the entrepreneurial world. Uh, most of my career started out uh, you know, in financial planning and, and, uh, and then kind of ventured into, you know, creating investment opportunities for, for clients and, and, uh, you know, mo most recently, uh, have, have kind of, um, turned my skill set and efforts towards, you know, solving a, solving a problem in the world of, uh, kids that, that are turning 18 and, and aging out of the foster system with no, with no support, um, and so I've created a foundation for that, but I've also created a, a for-profit enterprise, um, you know, pulling in my other passion, which is, uh, which is golf and, you know, connecting, uh, you know, passionate competitive golfers throughout the country to um, not only a, a very unique opportunity to compete alongside of celebrities and professional athletes and things like that, uh, but connecting them to this cause and, and uh, you know, allowing, um, you know, them to get behind, you know, some of these young adults that are, that are coming out of the system. And, and, uh, and so using, you know, using the, the networks that, that you and I have, have, uh, have been around for years, uh, to try to, uh, you know, you know, better the lives of some of these young adults. Yeah. And, you know, when I, when I heard you talking about it, um, at our, you know, the last event that at our mastermind, it just really struck uh, uh, my heart because, a that that was me. You know, I was foster care teenager, and then I was on the streets as, in gangs, and then I was in jail by nineteen. And so, you know, I've had a life of overcoming. And so, you know, being in prison ministry, and you know, uh, we, you know, we're with our Opportunity City project. We're focusing on helping ex cons and aged out foster teens. But what we've kind of termed as the throwaway society, because that's literally right. what society does with them. They just kind of go, eh. Someday we'll have a use for them, but you know, we can't find anything for you now. So, um, you, you know, with, with this, uh, this project you have, you know, what, what kind of opportunities is that creating for golfers, for entrepreneurs and for these teams? Well, you know, the, the golf community is, um, is, is one of the most philanthropic and, 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 you know, um, heart centered communities that, uh, around, um, there was a, uh, an article and, and, and some publication about how, how much the, the golf community gives back. And so, um, you know, every time you turn around, there's a charity, um, golf tournament of some kind, but typically they're, they're these scramble formats. They're not very competitive. 
um, real, you know, competitive golfers don't really enjoy charity golf that much. Um, and now, you know, with the, um, you know, with the creation of this concept of name, image, and likeness, uh, that now allows for amateur golfers to, to create business contracts with, with companies, um, it's kind of changed the game a little bit. And so I came up with this concept to create this community of, of golfers that really want to compete, um, and not just super good golfers, right. But I mean, golfers of all skill levels, but even golfers, you know, that carry a 10 or 12 or 15 handicaps still love the competition side of things. Right. Right. Um, and so we're kind of changing the game a little bit and, and, um, making the, the foundation, um, the kind of the benefactor of, of all these golf events. Um, and you know, the former professional athletes still love to compete as well. Right. And, uh, and so we're creating these kind of one of a kind, uh, not one of a kind, but, but just world-class experiences to go and, and not just play in on the same golf course and hang around with a celebrity, but to actually compete head to head with them in a, in a, a format that, um, you know, allows for handicaps and all that kind of thing. So, um, and, and ultimately, you know, um, my, my goal is to, to, to hook the golfers in with the competitive, you know, professional athlete angle. Um, but, but then, you know, really kind of, um, expose them to, to this problem of, of the kids that are aging out of the foster system. And, and, um, how, like you said, they're just, they're kind of forgotten, right. Yeah. Um, and, they're, they're not cute and cuddly. Nobody wants to take them in. Nobody wants to support them. Nobody trusts them enough to work them, hire them. Right. You know? And, you know, it's, it's interesting since I've kind of started down this path, I mean, doors are opening of, of companies that are, are willing to, to do paid internships and, and and so I, I I think that that as this vision unfolds, it'll really become a, a place where um, where companies that um, have opportunities uh, for young adults to come in and and learn a skill set and and get trained have a place to go um, and um, you know an opportunity to connect with these young adults that uh, are are really you know starving for for, for this type of stuff. So is this something that come about just cause you're just sitting around with a bunch of money and time to burn and you decide, Hey, let me just go help the world. Or is this, is you leaning in to solve a problem? So, um, interestingly enough, uh, it, it definitely didn't come cause I've got a bunch of money and I'm sitting around. Um, I, um, that, that was my plan, right? My, my plan was, uh, when I learned about this problem three or four years ago, it, it kind of stuck in my mind and it's just kind of been in the, in the back of my mind for, for several years. And I was always going to do something about the problem when I became that, you know, wealthy, uber successful entrepreneur, when I had the big exit and I had more money than time. Right. Um, and, and recently, uh, about six months ago, I went to an event and, um, they, they talked about, you know, what are you doing to, you know, in, in the area of, of fulfillment, you know, what are you doing to give back other than writing a check, you know? And as, as I, as I thought about it, um, after the, he, he kind of gave this, this talk, I went out on this, on a hike for, for three or four hours in uh, Moab, Utah. And, 
I was just kind of out there and, and, um, and it was like, God kind of spoke to me and said, you know, I can't wait for you to become wealthy to be helping these kids. You know, you, you know, I've got, I've, I've raised tons of money for entrepreneurial ventures and, and started companies and, 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 and done a lot of things in my career and that skill set of raising capital and, and attracting, um, you know, high net worth individuals is, is completely applicable to what we're, we're doing here. And, and so, um, I just decided I was going to start taking action, you know, and I started a foundation and then I, I got a few people to help me and, and we've created a curriculum and a, and a, and a program. And then uh, as I was thinking about the magnitude of this problem, um, you know, we're, we're talking a magnitude of 480, $500 million a year, just, you know, to, to really truly solve the problem on a national level. And, um, I had, I had been thinking about creating this golf community, um, but I was going to limit it to like a hundred entrepreneurs and we were going to, you know, go out and, and, uh, compete against each other. And, and, um, you know, it was going to be a, a, the the whole focus of it was around wealth building and investments and and all this kind of stuff and and uh, and I was sitting there thinking about the prob this problem of uh, and the magnitude of it and and I'm like you know the if I could just leverage the golf community you know we could solve this problem um, you know on a national level. And that kind of led me down this path of, of really expanding my vision of this golf community to, to have it be uh, focused on, you know, doing uh, and raising capital for, for the foundation, um, but still keeping that, that competitive, um, you know, really uh, pressure building, exciting opportunity. Because, you know, w- with the way that we've structured the community, there's going to be big money on the line, either big money for the, the foundation, or, you know, there's going to be purses that you can, can accept, uh, as a, what I'm going to call a professional amateur, <laughs> which is, uh, someone that, that doesn't care whether or not they're declared an amateur or a professional, they're willing to, 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 you know, forego playing in the, the state amateur championship or whatever, uh, in order to compete for, for the prize money, or, um, you know, just following the rules of golf and allowing, um, you know, uh, keeping your amateur status and donating the money, or there's several different ways that you can still compete. And so, um, it's, it's, you know, since I made that pivot, you know, doors are opening and, and, and people are jumping on board. We've got, you know, a ton of celebrities that are just completely excited about getting behind it. And, and, um, and we've got our first event coming up in uh, Puerto Rico at Dorado Beach, uh, November 8th. Very cool. So, so talk a little bit about the structure, like who, because what the part of what attracted me when you first started talking about this is it's like, it's, it's the opportunity for the golfers. It's opportunity for people who want to contribute. It's opportunity for entrepreneurs to be able to contribute time and talent, if I'm not mistaken. Right. So totally. where, where are the places that people can, can, uh, can participate? So the, uh, you know, kind of the, the entry point really uh, is is just joining the community. So it'll be a membership type, you know, typical golf club type membership where, um, you know, you have an annual dues and, and you join the community and essentially, um, you know, 
connect with us so that you can be invited to these these um, um, these major three and four day uh, competitive golf events. Um, and then at each one of those events, um, we'll create like a you know FedEx Cup style point system um, where you know the winners every year will earn these um, name, image, and likeness contracts for the next year. So um, the the points though will not just be be built around you know your golf score and how many tournaments you uh, you won or you know, placed in, but around all those different components of, of building this community out, which is, you know, introducing others to the, to the community or, or helping raising money for the foundation or, or holding a, um, you know, a, a friends and family event to um, expose them to, um, you know, to the needs to, to, you know, raising your hand and, and being willing to have one of the, the, the kids over for dinner. I, I say kids, they're, they're really young adults, you know, but um, when, when I thought about, you know, the, the challenges that I had in my life, right. Um, you know, I always, I always had, and still to this day have that support structure of my family behind me. And as I thought about these young, uh, adults coming out, they've got, they've got no real support structure. They've got nowhere to go. And so I think that we can become that um, as a community of entrepreneurs, uh, that are raising our hands and just saying, one, I'll have these kids over for dinner and get to know them. Um, you know, two, I'll, I'll, you know, potentially, uh, have internship opportunities, um, whether that be in sales or accounting or whatever different types of skill sets that, um, um, that each entrepreneur has, uh, a need for, for help within their, in their company, um, we can connect these kids. And then, um, part of the, the program, um, is, is about mindset, right? We've got to provide the type of business, the type of personal development, um, training that, that you and I have had throughout the years through, you know, being exposed to, you know, different, um, you know, gurus, if you will, um, so that they can understand that their, their, their past doesn't dictate their future and that, that everything that, that they can dream of is, a, is ahead of them and, um, and, and provide them the, the, the mindset skills to, uh, to kind of work through the trauma that they've experienced and, and, and move forward in a way. Um, and then, of course, there's the component of uh, the golf tournaments where once they go through that program, then they'll, they'll get invited to these golf tournaments to, to work the tournaments, um, and to, um, really be exposed to the network and the community of successful entrepreneurs. And, um, you know, I don't know about you, but, um, one of the greatest, um, decisions I ever made was joining board of advisors where you and I met and being in that room and connected to all of those people has been an incredible blessing in my life. And so I'm, I'm wanting to build that environment in a way that these kids can essentially be exposed to it early. Um, and, and then, you know, learn how to network with entrepreneurs and how to, you know, introduce themselves and be professional and, uh, and set a good impression so that as they're coming to these golf events and building their network, 
they pick up the phone and reach out to one of these you know business owners they 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 will be set up for success to be able to to land a job or land an internship do does somebody need to be a member of the golf society um to be able to contribute content support education whatever to the to the kids that are that are in need um so I, I guess the simple answer is yes, but there is that there's um, a, a membership, if you will, specifically for people that either know they suck at golf and don't want to participate in the golf side, but just want to support. Right. And so we have you can be a member of the of the of the community as an entrepreneur and contribute uh, all sorts of things. You can be with, just like at a, at a country club. You can right. be like Golf a social member, or you can be a social member, right? Social. Exactly. Yeah. So we have a we have the social membership, and we have you know a membership just for those that that uh, want to be donors and uh, you know want to you know maybe be on the list of 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 households that these kids could could uh, you know call up for a for a dinner. I was uh, I was talking to a, a friend of ours, Mike Weiss, and uh, telling him about the, the the family dinner program, and he's like, man, you know this sounds just like. Um, uh, the Shabbat houses in Israel. So, you know, in Israel, all of the, all of the young adults go into the military. And so they have these Shabbat houses all over Israel, where when these kids are out um, in different parts of the country being deployed, uh, they can just call up one of these Shabbat houses and, and go over for dinner and, and uh, you know, hang out and, and get to know the family. And they're, 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 you know, kind of all over the place. So any city that they're in, they know that they've got some place that they can go, you know, for a hot meal and, uh, you know, and whatever. So um, that's that's the kind of community involvement that I'm I'm looking to build. So how will the if if there's a a kid listening to this right now, how can he get how can he reach out and say, hey, how can I get support? How can I get encouragement from from the from the society? So I mean, the easiest way right now is uh, is to just reach out to me directly, um, Corbin21 at gmail.com uh, or Corbin at albatrossgolf.org. Um, so we're literally in the launch uh, launch phase. So we're going through all of the the website design and building for Footprints Forward, which is the name of the foundation, um, and and uh, Albatross Golf Society. So all of that infrastructure is is being being built literally as we speak. Great. Um, this is, you know, I mean, it's such a needed thing. There's so many different foundations and ways out there for people to to support. And so it's just making sure that we can get the message out to the right people who feel like this is the environment they can contribute and participate. And I know as an entrepreneur and who's very cause-based myself and have my own my own missions that we're we're driving. Um, I'm always looking for ways that I can contribute. But like I said, besides writing a check, how else? How else can we participate? If we if we donate content, if we do, you have a central place and a location where entrepreneurs who are listening to this right now can say, "Hey, I'd love to be able to support." I'm just not a golfer in any way, but I can do a, yeah. something like that. Yeah, well, you know that. In in essence, we will be kind of a um, um, clearinghouse, right? For 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 that kind of stuff. Um, and so as we, as we're building out the website where we will, um, you know, have those, those components where, where people can just connect with us, like you said, provide content, provide, you know, uh, a mentoring session for, for, um, for the, for the youth and, um, and, and contribute in any way and, and aggregate all of that stuff. Cause that's, 
that's ultimately what you know what we're trying to do on a on a on a big scale is is have have this kind of central place where um where we can all all communicate um and provide different um you know courses and 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 material uh to give um opportunities to the young adults that are aging out so what kind of encouragement would you give for somebody who's listening to right now and their heart they're leaning in with their heart but they're like i can't lean in with my wallet right now the world's going crazy i'm paying eight dollars for eggs i'm paying five dollars a gallon for gas I, I don't have anything to give how would you what, what words would you have for people like that right now i would say that um that you're already going to be making dinner right so if if at the very least you can raise your hand and you can say hey i'm willing to invite one of these young adults over for dinner or take them out to dinner um and just get to know them a little bit give them some words of encouragement let them know that there are people in the world that care enough to raise their hand and say i want to have you over for dinner um that that's enough, right? Uh, because sometimes um, there's sometimes it's something that simple that could can change completely change the trajectory of somebody's life. And if if we build out this network of of people, and that's the only thing that we accomplish, we just build this this national network of people that are having. Uh, young adults that are aging out of the system over for dinner and giving them some some words of encouragement and and support, then we have accomplished something that that um, is is monumental. Um, because ultimately, um, it it was it was having that support structure for myself that allowed me to become successful as an entrepreneur. I always know. I mean, the running joke, uh, you know, in my family right now to this day. Um, because my family knows the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur that I've gone through and the risks that we take as entrepreneurs. My mom just keeps a little bit of land, uh, you know, on, uh, on her property for me in case I ever, you know, strike out and, and, uh, and lose everything. I can just come and, you know, you know, put up a, uh, tent and, and <laughs> on that plot of land. And, and I, and I have that, you know, in my back pocket. So I, I know I'm never going to go without uh, a roof over my head. Um, even if I fail miserably and go bankrupt. Um, and ultimately if we can provide that for these, for these, I, you know, there's still kids in my mind, you know, but if these young adults that are, are, you know, stepping out in the, into the world, then, you know, that is something that, that costs next to nothing, nothing, but couldn't, could be ultimately a, a huge stepping stone for him. You know, it's funny. I, I was just spending some time with uh, my grandson this weekend. He's four years old. And uh, he, every time he talks to me, he starts every sentence with, Hey, Papa, Hey, Papa, watch this. Hey, Papa, do you want some of this? Hey, Papa, give me some Mac and cheese. Hey, Papa. And I love it because every time he's addressing me, and it makes me feel like I'm like, oh, this kid loves me, you know? Right. And it's like, how many of these kids don't get that every day? They don't have somebody saying, hey, Corbin, right? really appreciate you. Hey, Corbin, you're going to be something. Hey, Corbin, somebody cares. And a lot, I took it, you know, somebody who, who is, you're talking to one, I was one of those guys, you know, you work, grew up every day wondering who loves you. Yeah. That's a, that's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible place to be. 
Yeah. And you know, it costs nothing to love somebody. Amen. Amen. So I, I know it's all in the forming stages. Um, but uh, we, we, we've got well, in the show notes, guys, there's contact info for Corbin, as well as uh, website and information. And as the, by the time this gets out, um, he'll have more resources and connection points and things going. Um, it's uh, once God gets involved, and this thing gets moving, it's going to take it's, it's taken a life of its own already. And so um, jump on board, you know, it, this massive opportunity is being created. For if you're a golfer, if you're an entrepreneur, if you want to have a membership to contribute um, in ways outside of the golf course, if you just want to be in support of the community and of the network, right? It's just be one of those. You can have a you know a win a sticker on the window that says "We support the Happy Drive Golf Society," and then that lets every team know that they're a safe place for them to go, right? That kind of that kind of vibe. That's a fantastic culture to be shooting for. Yep, absolutely. And and like you said, you know, God's opening doors. I mean, um, when you reach out to me, I mean, that there there's, you know, no other explanation. So, um, you know, I appreciate the opportunity to get the word out and appreciate all you're doing for for, uh, you know, for your causes and and uh, being willing to to step up and, and, and help like you have. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to talking more about it and seeing where we can plug in. So um, you guys make sure you go check out the show notes, um, get the contact information, just reach out and ask questions, just reach out and find out how can you help because you'd be stunned at how much you know, how many people you know, who in your network, you're literally one degree of connection and separation from somebody who can contribute, even if you can't. So share if this is, if this means something to you, if this is making sense, if this feels like, man, this is a great cause, you just don't know how to participate. Great. Reach out, ask, have a conversation plug in so you can stay informed, get on their list and, and be in the know as things are coming up. Because I can tell you um, the kind of person that Corbin is and the networks that we're involved in, when stuff starts moving, it moves fast and things happen. So you're going to want to be part of part of the process or at least be in the spect you know, be a spectator and stands watching this thing go. So you can jump in when you're ready. Appreciate it, Jim. Awesome. All right, guys. So that's that's a wrap for today. Thank you for spending the time here. As we know, you could be spending it anyplace else. Um, and thanks for trusting us to be part of your success team. I hope you're you're letting your heart be stirred and you're challenging all limits and convictions right now and saying, how can I make a difference? If not for this cause, where's the cause that you are making a difference for? Who's the thing that moves you? What's the thing that's near and dear to your heart? And how do you jump in and say, I can make a difference here? And then just jump in and do it. You don't have to have the resources. You just got to have the intention. And when you do, the doors and the resources will show up, right? We'll see you on the next episode. You guys have a good one. Go make it happen. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Opportunity Makers. If you've heard something that connected with you, please share this episode with a friend or colleague. And don't forget to go to Apple to leave a review. Head on over to GainTheEdgeNow.com to connect with Jim and his team. And remember, there's no such thing as limits or obstacles. Only opportunities.